Amen. Let's lift up our hands and just appreciate God for the grace that we have to come to the house of God this evening. Let's give him praise for sparing our lives. The Bible says it is of the lost message that we are not consumed. His compassion, they fail not. They are new every morning. Great is our faithfulness. Let's give God praise. Let's give him praise. Let's appreciate the life that we have. Let's not take the kindness of God for granted. Let's let him know that we really appreciate the life that we have. Lord, I thank you that I am alive today. I am standing today by your special grace. It is your message that has not allowed me to be consumed. Father, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Thank you for bringing me to your house today. Thank you for making, it, making this, what I'm about to do now, Father, Lord, to be what I'm doing at this time, what I'm about to do at this time. Thank you for ordering this particular event this evening. I could have been out there doing something, but you made it possible for me to come to do this at this time, to come and learn at your feet, to come and listen to your word. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. I am grateful to you, Lord. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, King of glory. Glory be to your holy name. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The Bible says, He sends His word, and His word healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Let us ask that the word that we are receiving tonight will add value to our lives. It will bring healings unto us, it will bring deliverance unto us. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. My Father, my God, Lord, I thank you for your word. Your word is powerful, sharper than any two edges sword. Lord, the Bible says you send your word and your word heals them and delivers them from their destruction. Thank you for the word that I'm going to learn tonight. Thank you for the deliverance by your word. Thank you for the healing by your word. Thank you, Jehovah Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's add that the Spirit of God himself will come and minister to every one of us tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let's add that the Spirit of God will minister to us. The Spirit of God will minister to me. He will minister to you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let's ask that the Spirit of God will minister to me. The Bible says the letter kills. It says the Spirit gives life. It says the word that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Let's ask that the Spirit of the Lord will, be, will minister to us tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's ask that we will have life. The Bible says, sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is true. Let's ask that the Lord will sanctify us by his word this night. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's pray that all our friends that are on their way, that the Lord will bring them here safely. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every one of us will be blessed. Will be blessed. Those that, are, that you are ordained, that God has ordained to be blessed here, God will bring them here. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever bottleneck that is on their way, the Lord will remove tonight. In the name of the Lord, the Lord will grant them 
the, the, the Lord will grant them journey mercies in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God will bring them here. And there are some that are out there that are still contemplating whether they should go to the Bible study or not. Let's ask that the Spirit of God himself will go and bring them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let the Spirit of God go and bring them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let the Spirit of God convict them. Let the Spirit of God touch them, touch their hearts in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Our Father and our God, we want to thank you. Lord, we appreciate you so, so much for the life that we have. We are able to move our hands, able to move our neck. We're not paralyzed. We're able to speak. We've not gone dumb. We're able to hear. We've not gone deaf. We're able to see. We've not gone blind. We recognize, Lord, that it is by your grace that we're able to do all this. Father, we thank you. Please accept our praises in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we want to thank you for this particular session this evening. You have brought us to Bible study. Some of us could have been out there doing some other thing, but you ordered our steps into this place by your spirit. We are grateful to you for this. Please accept our praises in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, now that you have brought us into this place, the purpose for which you brought us, let it be realized in our lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us to learn things that will be of value to our lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, help us to learn things that will make us better children of yours. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and let your name be praised. Thank you, our Father and our God, for we have prayed in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay. Well, let's open our Bibles to Ezra. I know that many of us may have difficulty knowing where to find Ezra. Ezra. Praise God. Ezra. Have you found it? I know it will take a little longer. It would have been easier if I said John. Genesis, but today it is Ezra. Let's read verse Ezra seven, verse twenty eight. Ezra seven. Verse 28. Who will read for us? I can't find our regular, okay, they're still on their way, I believe. Our regular people that come to Bible study, I've already seen my friend that is laughing, laughing at me, laughing. Okay. You want to read for us? Ezra, oh, okay. Let's allow her. Let's allow. Which one? Ezra seven twenty-eight, and hath extended mercy unto me before the king, and his counsellors, and before all the king's mighty princes, and I was strengthened as the hand of the Lord my God was upon me, 
and I gathered together out of Israel chief men to go up with me. Praise God. Praise God. Said, I was strengthened as the hand of the Lord my God was upon me. I was strengthened as the hand of the Lord was upon me. So we'll just talk this evening on the hand of the Lord was upon me. I pray for everyone that is here tonight. The Lord will cause his hands to be upon us in Jesus' mighty name. Now, when a man lives and operates under the influence of God, the Bible will say the hand of the Lord is upon that person. Or the Bible may say, and God is with him. Also, sometimes it will come as, and the Spirit of God came upon him. And so the Bible is filled with stories of people who lived their lives under the influence of God. For example, Nehemiah. Nehemiah was a person who also reported that the hand of God was upon him. Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 18. Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 18. Then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me, as also the king's words that he has spoken unto me. And they said, let us rise up and build so they strengthened their hands for this good work. Now, he reported to the people how God has been helping him, how God has caused him to find favor. And so he was saying it was due to the fact that the hand of God was upon him. Also in 1 Kings chapter 18, 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 46, we are very familiar with this particular scripture, the Bible says, And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. And he gathered up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Now, Ahab, Elijah and Ahab were supposed to, they were going to Jezreel. And Ahab has his chariots with horses. And Elijah was on foot. But the Bible says the hand of the Lord was upon Elijah. And he was able to get to Jezreel before Ahab that had so much advantage over him. Now, I pray for you also. The hand of the Lord will be upon you. And you will outrun those who appear to have advantages over you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. Also in Genesis chapter 39 verse 2. Genesis chapter 39 verse 2. I remember that the Geo used this example on Sunday. The Bible says, and the Lord was with Joseph. And he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptians. The, 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 the Lord was with him. 
and he was a prosperous man. So it's the same thing as the hand of God being upon you. So that's what say, 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 the, the gentleman was operating under the influence of God. And so because of that, that influence gave him advantages over others. And he became prosperous. Again, I pray for you this night. I pray that the Lord will be with you. You just missed the right time to say amen. amen. The Lord will be with you. Amen. And it will make whatever it is that you do to prosper. Amen. amen. Even if you didn't say amen to that. I have, I have a vested interest in you. <laughs> I have very serious interest in you. I need for you to be prosperous. Amen. So the hand of the Lord will be upon you. And God will be with you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, when um, the Spirit of the Lord took leave of King Saul, his, um, his lieutenants, I mean, his, um, officers said it would be nice that they would get somebody who could play music so that he will, um, he will be okay whilst the person is playing music. And they began to search. And they began to search. Now, they eventually got a gentleman called David. And the person who was presenting Joseph, I mean, David to him began to speak about the qualifications of this man. And he said, I have seen a son of Jesse. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 18. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 18. He said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, the that is cunning in playing, the man, and a mighty valiant man, and a man of war, and prudent in matters, and a comely person. And the man now rather before and said, and the Lord is with him. And that was the catch. The, the king said, wow, that's the person that I need. Because the Lord was with him. And so, that was the reason why he excelled in everything that he did. And it didn't matter how much people tried, attempted his life. They didn't succeed. Why? Because the Lord was with him. Again, I pray that the Lord will be with everyone that is here. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, through the faith and a willingness to serve, God used them to fulfill his purposes. Ezra is also one example of what happened when a person determines to seek God and allows the Lord to use him. And that's what the scripture that we read. The Bible says, And had extended mercy unto me before the king, and his counselors, and before all the king's mighty princes. And he said, And I was threatened by the hand of the Lord, my God. Sorry, I was threatened as the hand of the Lord, my God was upon me. And I agreed together, and I gathered together out of Israel, chief men, to go up with me. Praise God. Praise God. In 457 BC, 
Ezra led a group of Jews from Babylon, Babylonian captivity back to Jerusalem, where he brought about the great restoration of Jerusalem. And if you look at, if you read the book of Ezra, you will conclude, if you look at it very well, you will conclude that the theme of the life and work of Ezra could be said to be the hand of the Lord was upon me. Because six times within like two chapters, we found that said, and we could conclude that that attributed to the success of this gentleman. The hand of the Lord was upon me. For example, in Ezra chapter 7 verse 6, Ezra chapter 7 verse 6, the Bible says, this Ezra went up from Babylon and it was a ready scribe in the law of Moses, which the Lord God of Israel had given. And the king granted him all his requests according to the hand of the Lord is God upon him. Again, you will find in verse 9 of that Ezra chapter 7, it says, For upon the first day of the first month began he to go up from Babylon, and on the first day of the fifth month came he to Jerusalem according to the good hand of his God upon him. Again, in verse 20, I mean, the scripture that we just read, Ezra chapter 7, verse 28, we found that the word of God says, and the Lord God, the Lord my God was upon, the hand of the Lord my God was upon me. In Ezra chapter 8, verse 18, the Bible says, and by the good hand of our God upon us, they brought us a man of understanding and of the sons of Mali, the sons of Levi, the sons of Israel, and so on and so forth. And so you will see that a the, the, the word of God keeps, you know, keep repeating that statement. The Lord, I mean, the hand of the Lord was upon him. The hand of the Lord was upon him. And so, you are able to say, now, there's something about this man. He has the hand of the Lord upon him. And that's the reason why he succeeded in his uh, enterprise. And so, I pray again for every one of us. The hand of the Lord will be upon our lives. And we will succeed in whatever it is that we engage ourselves in, in Jesus' mighty name. Now, we will now consider how and why the hand of the Lord was upon Ezra. How? How? What can we, what do we find in the scripture to let us know that the hand of the Lord was upon Ezra? Number one, Ezra received the request he made unto the king. Now, the king didn't have to listen to him. The king didn't have to listen to him. But because the hand of God was upon him, according to verse 6 of that Ezra chapter 7, King Artaxerxes 6 allowed him to go to Jerusalem. He was allowed to go to Jerusalem. You understand? The Bible says, Artaxerxes, king of kings, unto Ezra the priest. Ezra chapter 7, verses 12 and 13. Unto Ezra the priest, a scribe of the law of the God of heaven. 
perfect peace, that is a letter was being written to a perfect peace and at such a time. He said, I made a decree that all day of the people of Israel and of his priests and Levites in my realm, which are minded of their own free will to go up to Jerusalem. He said, go with thee. Now, the man requested to go. He said, you are not just going to go. Now, everyone that is willing to go with you, they can go ahead. They can go along with you. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, Ezra received a request of silver and gold. To, I mean, to buy, to take silver and gold to buy animals for sacrifice. That is another sign that he had the favor of God. The hand of God was upon him. Verses 14 to 17. Verses 14 to 17. The Bible says, For as much as thou art sent of the king and of his seven counselors to, the, to inquire concerning Judah and Jerusalem according to the law of thy God which is in thy hand. It was still the king that was speaking. He said, And to carry the silver and gold which the king and his counselors have freely offered unto the God of Israel, whose habitation is in Jerusalem, and all the silver and gold that thou canst find in all the province of Babylon, with the free will offering of the people and of the priests offering willingly for the house of their God which is in heaven, that thou mayest buy freely or speedily with this money, bullocks, ram, lambs, with their meat offering and their drink offering, and offer them upon the altar of the house of your God, which is in Jerusalem. He told them, he told him, the king allowed him, have money, have silver and gold, and so that you can buy what you need to do, I mean, to offer sacrifice unto your God. You know, another thing is, he received his request to buy what is needed for the service of the house of God. He received his request. That is Ezra chapter 7, verses 18 to 23. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse 18 says, and I will not read everything because it's long. Say, and whatsoever shall seem good to thee and thy brethren to do with the rest of the silver and gold that do after the, that do after the will of your God. The vessels also that are given thee for the service of the house of thy God, those deliver thou before the God of Jerusalem. And whatsoever more shall be needful for the house of thy God. You know, told that you can have anything. And so these are things that show that the, 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 that the hand of God was upon him concerning the enterprise that God engaged him in. Also, it was he, 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 the king allowed him to go free without paying tax. Verse 24 of the scripture. He said, also we certify you. Look at all the favor that he was enjoying because the hand of the Lord was upon him. He said, and also we certify you that touching any of the priests and Levites, singers, Potters, Nethinims, Nethinims are those who do things in the temple 
or ministers of this house of God, it shall not be lawful to impose toll, tribute, or custom upon them. Why? Because this man found favor before him, before the king. Why? Because the hand of the Lord was upon him. You know, also to set magistrates and judges. Praise the name of the Lord. So Ezra, Ezra, sorry, Ezra recognized the hand of God was at work in his behalf. In verses 27 to 28, he said, Blessed be the Lord God of our fathers, which had put such a thing as this in the hearts, in the king's heart, to beautify the house of the Lord, which is in Jerusalem. And he said, And had extended mercy unto me before the king and his counselor, and before all the king's mighty princes. And I, have, and I was strengthened at the, as the hand of the Lord my God was upon me. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, another reason why we, we recognize that the hand of God was upon this gentleman was because he found servants. When he was going to go, he found servants for the temple. When Ezra was ready to go, and he began to check the people that were going with him back to Jerusalem. The Bible says he checked the people and he did not find the Levites. And the Levites were extremely important in the service that he was going for. The Bible says he did not find the Levites amongst them. Verse 18, I mean verse 15 of Ezra 8. Says the Bible says, I assembled them at the canal that flows towards Ahazvah. And we camped there three days. When I checked among the people and the priests, I found no Levite. What did he do? He then sent men to find some who will go with him. He, they, they had to go scouting and God gave him favor. The Bible says, it says, So I summoned Eleazar, Ariel, Shemaiah, Elnathan, Jarib, Ethnathan, Nathan, Zachariah, and Meshulam, who were leaders and Jairus. Joarib and Elnana, who were men of learning, and ordered them to go to. Did you see what I found in the Bible? Ido. Who knows Ido here? <laughs> How many of you know Ido here? I found Ido in the Bible. Also, I was reading somewhere and I found Buki. Say, Buki, do small into the Bible. Praise God. Say, and I ordered them to go to Ido, where well, I don't know which Ido, the leader in Kasipfia. And I told them what to say to Ido and his fellow Levites, the temple servants in Kasipfia, so that they might bring attendance to us for the house of our God. He said, by the good hand of God upon them, they found three, they found 38 Levites. And 220 Nethinim. These are people who serve in the temple. The Bible says they found so many. And the man recorded, he said, the hand of the Lord was upon him for that purpose. He said in verse 20, uh, 31 of, um, of uh, Ezra chapter 18, verse 21. He said, uh, Ezra chapter 8, verse 31. He said, on the twelfth day, of the first month, we set out from Ahava, Ahava Kana, to go to Jerusalem. He said, the hand of our God was on us, 
and he protected us from enemies and bandits along the way. We are so we arrived in Jerusalem. Where, oh, sorry, I missed it up. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, I missed it up. That's, that's a point there that I want to raise. Praise God. I'm sorry, I missed it up. Okay, so he was able to find enough people to go with him. In that, but there's this point. The Bible says, he, the man was saying the hand of God was upon him and he was able to travel safely. What happened? The, it's very interesting. Because, because he had told the king, he said to the king, the hand of the Lord is upon me. You understand? Okay, so when he was about to go, he feared that he could meet with bandits on the way. He feared that he could have trouble on the way. But because he had already declared that God was with him, he couldn't now go to the king to say to him, please, can you give me escort? You understand what I'm talking about? Okay, you have boasted, oh, the Lord is with us, the Lord with us. And you now go and get, uh, you now go and start begging that they should give you escort. Okay, so what did the man do? He, the Bible says he declared a fast and he gathered people so that they could pray. And by the time they finished praying, they proceeded, they proceeded on their journey. And the Bible made us, to, made us to understand that they got there and they didn't have any problem at all. And so that's why the scripture says that they, they say, say, the hand of God was on us and he protected us from enemies and bandits along the way. He says, so we arrived in Jerusalem where we rested three days. Praise the name of the Lord. And so we see that that journey from the beginning to the end, the hand of God was on this gentleman called Ezra. He enjoyed the provision of God. He enjoyed protection. He was not disgraced. He was not embarrassed. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, I want to believe that there are some things that we too can learn from the story of this gentleman so that we can have the hand of God perpetually upon our lives, so that we can have such beautiful testimonies as well. Now, what are the things that we can learn? Number one, Esther prepared himself. Praise God. Esther prepared himself. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 21, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 21, the Bible says, if a man therefore put himself from these things, it shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, that is set apart, and meet for the master's use, and prepare unto every good work. The, the, this gentleman prepared himself, and so that's why it was useful for the master. It was prepared for good work. In the scripture, verses 9 and 10 of Ezra chapter, nine, chapter 7, the Bible says, he had begun his journey from Babylon on the first day of the first month and arrived in Jerusalem on the first day of the fifth month. For the gracious hand of his God was on him. And verse 10 says, for Ezra, that is because, for Ezra has set his heart to study the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach his statutes and rules in Israel, which means God was with him 
because he prepared his heart. He says he has set his heart to study. He prepared his heart. God was with him because he sought the law of the Lord. He learned what God wanted him to do. God was with him because he applied himself to the things that he was required to do. The Bible says, and to do. He did not only study, he did. He applied himself to what he has learned. And also, he prepared himself to teach the statutes and ordinances in Israel. So, that, those are the things that helped him to have that special position with God. Another thing is this. He sought the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. He believed that God would be with those who seek him. In verse 22 of Ezra chapter 8, praise God. In the story that I told you, he said, I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to protect us from enemies on the road because he had told the king the because we have told the king, the gracious hand of our God is on everyone who looks to him. But his great anger is against all who forsake him. Okay, so he sought the Lord in fasting and prayer. He gathered the people to pray and they petitioned God. He believed that God rewards those who diligently seek him. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise, pray, praise the name of the Lord. The Bible says that such faith pleases God. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. The Bible says, without, without, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. It says, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. So it was somebody who was always in the presence of the Lord. It was somebody that was always seeking the face of the Lord. No wonder God was with him. No wonder the hand of God was upon him. And so we all, we have something to learn there. Now, if you will seek the face of the Lord, if you will ask God for your enterprise, if you will trust him and put your, you know, put your faith in him, you can be rest assured that his hand will be upon you and you will succeed. Ezra was willing to step out also in faith. Trusting the Lord will protect them. They began their journey. They, they, they trusted God and they began their journey. Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible says in verse 31 of Ezra chapter 8, it says, Then they departed from the river Ahava, on the twelfth day of the first month to go unto Jerusalem and the hand of our God, you know, they departed the Bible says, and the hand of our God was upon us and he delivered us from the hands of the enemy and of such as lay in wait by the way. Praise God. Praise God. It is not easy for there are enemies on the way. However, they trusted God and none of those enemies on the way was able to get them. Now, it is important for us to have such a faith. The truth is this. No venture, no gain. If you will not step out, 
I remember, you remember the case of uh, Peter. Now, Jesus was coming on the high sea, walking on the high sea to meet them at the middle of the night. And they thought it was a ghost. And uh, by the time Jesus got near them, he saw that they were afraid. And uh, Jesus told them, don't be afraid, I'm the one. And Peter said something. He said, if you are the one, ask me to come. And Jesus said to him, come. And the man did not think of anything. He just stepped out of the boat and he began to walk on water. If you will not step out on the boat, you will not be able to walk on top of the water. If you will not exercise your faith, there's no way you can get, you know, you can see the miraculous. And so this is part of the thing that we found in the life of this gentleman that made the hand of God to be upon him. He was willing to exercise his faith. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, extra faith was a living faith. The Bible says in James chapter 2, verse 17, it says, even so faith, if it had no work, is dead, being alone. Now, if we would not put action to our faith, then the Bible says that faith is dead. Praise God. The Bible says also in verse 26, it says, for as the body without the spirit is dead, it says, so faith without work is dead also. Praise the name of the Lord. And so many of us will believe but we have not taken action. And so that's why we have not seen results. I pray that the Lord will help us. The boldness that we need to take the step of faith, the Lord will grant unto us because our faith without action is dead. Praise the name of the Lord. Esther was willing to face difficulty. He was willing to face difficult situation. Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible made us to understand that upon the, his arrival, he found difficult situation. The Bible says in verses 1 and 2 of Ezra 9, it said, now when these things were done, say the princes came to me saying, the people of Israel and the priests and the levers have not separated themselves from the people of the land, doing according to their abominations, even of the Canaanites, the Hivites, the Hittites rather, the Perizzites and the Jebusites and the Ammonites and the Moabites and the Egyptians and the Amorites for they have taken of their daughters for themselves and for their sons so that the Holy Seed had mingled themselves with the people of those lands. Yea, the land of the princes and rulers had been chief in this trespass. Now, many of the Israel had intermarried from that scripture with the Gentiles, the rulers and leaders of Israel were the worst violators. And what did he do? He moved on in verses, um, from verse 3. The Bible says he moved on to ask the people to fast. He met with difficulties, but he did not chicken out. He did something concerning it. He offered, you know, confession of sin. He accepted the responsibility that was his. He encouraged those who are willing to repent and he led the people to that great restoration. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's wrap it up. Now, the Bible says the hand of the Lord was upon Ezra. Ezra prepared himself. He sought the face of the Lord. He was willing to step out in faith. He was willing to face difficulties. 
I know that we all like everything that, the God, that God promises in the Bible. But most of the time, we are not willing to do the things that will help us to enjoy those benefits that are, that are written in the Bible. Now, we have found something in the life of this gentleman this night. How did he become such a person that the hand of God was upon his life perpetually? We have it. He prepared himself. He sought the face of the Lord. He was willing to step out, of, out in faith. He was willing to face difficulty. I want to encourage us. That's a very good example for us. If you want the hand of God to be upon your life perpetually, be ready to do all this, and the hand of God will be upon your life in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's rise to our feet and let us pray. The Bible made us to understand that it was not this gentleman alone that had this special favor. Quite a number of people were in the Bible, I recorded in the Bible, who had this special favor. Especially the gentleman called Elijah. The Bible says the hand of the Lord was upon his life. And he was able to beat his competition. Now in life there are places where you need to excel. Maybe in your workplace. You know, wherever you are doing business and what have you. You want to surpass competition. You want to be ahead of those that are in the same business with you. You want to cry to the Lord tonight. You are going to say, Father, say, Father, as your hand was upon Elijah, that he was able to outrun his Ahab. His Ahab means his competition. Father, let your hand be upon my life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. My Father, my God, Lord, I'm asking tonight, Lord, that your hand will be upon my life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Tonight, oh Lord, there are competitions out there so many competitions out there. Lord, I'm asking tonight that your hand will be upon me and I'll be able to surpass those, oh Lord, that I'm in competition with or that are in competition with me in any way in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let your hand be upon me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. A version of that that was recorded for Samson, the Bible will say, and the Spirit of God came upon him. That was what was recorded for Samson many times. And the Spirit of God came upon him. It was one of those occasions that the Spirit of God came upon him, that he picked the gate of a city. At that time, their gates used to be very large. He picked the gate of a city. And he did not just carry it. He carried it and began to go uphill. He began to go uphill. What is that? Unusual grace. Exceptional power. Unusual grace. Exceptional power. Many years when computer first came in, now they installed computer in, my, in the company I used to work. And uh, a particular, and they, they, they were training us. And uh, one guy was, used to be, we were together in Ladipo, Luwale, in those days. They used to, I don't know, we call him wall, uh, tall wall, then long man like that. And he was just an officer there. And there was a problem that they needed to solve. And all the bosses, they did everything. They could not find solution. And he was in the church one evening like this. He was in the church and he prayed. And there, he just had an answer. 
And he got to the office. I was working in Longman that time. They were doing that thing in Longman. He came to the office and he just did it. And they were like, what? And his bosses, big bosses, they were like, what? You understand? Guess what happened to that man from that moment? He became a star in that place. That is what that unusual gaze can bring about in your life. You understand? It will just set you apart. You are just, you are just not just like that anymore. Regular guy anymore. You are taken to the next level. Now, God can do that for you. In the case of something, the Bible says, and the spirit of the Lord came upon him. And the spirit of the Lord came upon him. Can you pray that prayer and say, Father? Say, Father? Tonight I ask that your spirit will come upon me. And anything that I engage myself in, I will excel in it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. My Father, my God, tonight, oh Lord, I'm asking that you will please be, be kind to me. The Spirit of God that was always coming upon, upon something that made him to be able to do extraordinary things. Father, let that Spirit come upon me as well. In the name of the Lord Jesus, please God, let that Spirit come upon me as well. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, my Father, my God, Lord, I ask, oh Lord, that that Spirit will come upon me afresh. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You will notice that this man, at a point, he said that the spirit of the, uh, no, the, the hand of God was upon him, and the bandits and the criminals on the way could not get him. This is, uh, what do you call that one in Yoruba? Aferi uh -huh. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Let them be hundred there. When you are passing, they will not see you. That's what will happen. Let them block the way. Can I give you one, one night like that? I got to my house, and the arm robber, arm robber that had been in that house since, I mean, from like six o'clock, and they had raided, they had dealt with people in the house very well. But do you know what? I was in that particular house. I was living on the ground floor. And I was a bit careless. You know, we're careless. The iron gate that normally, we didn't lock it. The door to my house, they didn't lock it. And the people were there. And they, read, they did all kinds of things. Now, <laughs> my neighbor that was upstairs, it was like our caretaker because uh, the... The landlord knew him. It was such a person that was says this. Uh, what do you call it now? The security was too much. If you call him and you want, he wants to come out. He'll be opening the door, all kinds of gates and doors. Chaka 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 chaka. You'll be there for like 15 minutes before he gets down. And so he, he was so sure that there, there was no way they could come to his house. Meanwhile, the armed robbers they brought a car. They did what they wanted to do with the woman on the ground floor. They even seized a brand new Sonic car in those days, 1993. And so they now walked up. They now told the woman to press the bell. The woman pressed the bell. The family of this gentleman, for like 15 minutes, they eventually opened the door. And they got upstairs. And they were dealing with them upstairs. So my friend came in his car. So by the time he entered, those that were manning the gate, they 
accosted him, take us to your flat. He took them to the boy's cutter. By the time they got there, they realized that this big man cannot be living in this boy's cutter. They began to beat all of them there. And it was in that process, something happened. The car that I was using, something happened. I couldn't use the car. I came, I walked into my compound. Those that were there, they had already, they were already following the man to the back. And so, I walked into my entrance of my door, opened the thing, entered, woke my wife up. My wife took me to the kitchen. We went to eat. We did everything. We went to bed. It was around one that we had some people banging at our door. I said, ah, you see, this God is very wonderful. We now began to, we didn't know that God is even So by the time we did all that, in the morning, we now went and tried to find out what was happening. And that was when they were telling them, telling us the story. They could have entered my flat so effortlessly. Now, listen. We now had to go and report at the police station because they, were, they left the car that they brought in our compound. They must come and recover the car. So, we now got a police to follow us. I'm not kidding you. This thing happened exactly the way I'm saying it. And they followed us. The policeman now came in the car with us. And he asked the man that was driving, did they come to your flat? He said, yes. Did they come to your flat? He said, yes. Did they come to your flat? He said, yes. They now asked me, I couldn't talk. Because you don't begin to do like this in the presence of a cripple. I couldn't talk. They were the ones that helped me to say, they didn't go to his flat. Policeman, I don't know him. Oh. The man said, yes, now it is written, touch not my anointed and do my prophet know him. I'm telling you, this thing happened. I'm telling you it happened like that. And so, you see, this is what happened when the hand of God is upon your life. Why do you think that King Saul could not get David? It is because the hand of God was upon the life of Saul, of David. And so you want to pray that prayer. You're going to say, Father, say, let your hand be upon my life. No evil shall come unto me. No evil shall come unto my wife because your hand will be upon her too. No evil shall come upon my children because your hand will be upon them too. Just the same way Ezra gave the testimony. Lord Almighty, I will give the testimony also that no evil will come to my house. No evil will come unto me because your hand will be upon me. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will keep me safe. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Finally, you remember I said it. Some things that this gentleman did and made, and made it possible for the hand of God to be perpetually upon his life. One, he was always, you know, in tune with God, preparing himself, you know, before the Lord. He sought the face of the Lord. Also, he was willing to exercise his faith. He was willing to set, you know, step out in faith. And he was willing to face difficulty. Listen to me. I, my children were telling me this a few days ago. They said, Dad, you know, they said, you see, somebody that you already said it. He said, anyone that will live the kind of life you live will be ready to suffer. <laughs> because sometimes if you give me money and I don't like your face, I won't take it. Meanwhile, I don't have money in my pocket. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't have anything in my pocket. 
But if you give me money arrogantly, I'll tell you, take your money. I'm cool. And I'll, and I'll be okay. So they said to me that the person that will leave your kind of life, you already said it, must be ready to suffer. Listen to me. If you are going to serve God, really serve God, and you are not going to compromise, you should be ready to face some tough time. And that, like, I want to tell you something. Tough time does not kill a Christian. It makes us stronger. Praise the name of the Lord. And so you are going to say, Father, say, Father, everything that I need to do to keep your hand upon my life perpetually, the grace to do them, grant unto me in Jesus' mighty name. Father, all the time I will prepare myself for you. All the time I will seek your face. All the time I will step out where I need to step out in faith. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The grace to keep your hand perpetual upon my life. Father, all that I need to do. Father, Lord, to keep your grace upon my life. Help me to do them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, precious Father. Glory be to your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we thank you for tonight. We have seen beautiful examples of those people who you rested your hand upon in the Bible. Those that you were with in the Bible. Those that your spirit were with in the Bible. And we love them. We love the benefits. We want to pray tonight, oh Lord, that whatever it is that we need to do to be in that position that they had with you, grant unto us in Jesus' mighty name. Father, help us, oh Lord, that we will have your hand upon us perpetually in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All the benefits and the privileges of having your hand upon our lives, let them accrue unto us in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, precious Father. We give you praise, we exalt your holy name. For we have prayed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.